thank God for such a wonderful time. Thank God for such a blessed moment in His presence. Uh, we want let's let's pray today. We want to share or discuss or reason with the message things that fight people's gifts. Things that fight people's gifts. Things. Things that fight people's gifts. And we take our main scripture from Second Corinthians. Sorry, Second Timothy. Second Timothy chapter number one. Second Timothy. Let's pray. Let's pray. Father, we thank you. We bless your name. Holy Spirit, we magnify your name. We thank you for your word. We pray, Spirit of God, as you are about to reason with your word, we pray, give us understanding, grant us illumination, have mercy on us, O Lord. We pray that anything that will be a struggle, anything that will be a confusion, anything that the enemy will conspire, Father, as by your word comes, for your word said that your word is sharper alive than any two souls. I pray that any broken hearted, let it be liberated in the name of Jesus. Anyone under confusion, let that person be liberated in the name of Jesus. Father, I pray I'm just a vessel. Use me to bless your people in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Yeah, as I said, today we want to, the message I want to share with you is things that fight people's gifts. Things that fight people's gifts. You see, one of the mystery that many people don't know in this life is that life is full of gifts and everything that you see happening in a person's life is based on a gift you see the world the worldly people easily recognize their gift and they they put it as talent and they use it to glorify the devil so, one thing you must know that the reason why you are still alive as a Christian is because of a certain gift. Amen. And through the grace of God, man is meant to... You see, in the beginning, God created man in his own image and he put inside him a gift, a gift to operate like God, a gift to take dominion like God. Amen. Amen. Yeah, a gift to do things just as God will do it. Amen. Amen. So, because of sin, the, the, the gift of man became inactive. It became non-functioning. It became covered under a veil. So, through the blood of Jesus, we got to understand that when a person becomes a new creature, he, he begins to the gift inside the person or the grace of God upon the person begin to unveil himself. Amen. Amen. And it brings the person to greatness. Amen. Amen. That's why the Bible said that by a man's gift, he can, he can get closer to what? Cancer. Amen. Amen. And I pray that as you're about to talk about these things, you begin to understand because anything that you see man doing is because of an operation of a gift. Amen. Amen. And this episode, as I said earlier, we are going to talk about the things that fight people's gifts. You see, 
The devil doesn't want to see you happy so that you give glory to God. Jesus said, I came that you may have life and have it more abundantly. But he said that the thief cometh to steal, to kill and destroy. But I came that you may have life and have it more abundantly. John chapter 10, verse number 10. So which means that Jesus came that your gift will function. The life abundance of Jesus is that your gift will function. Your gift will make you happy. Your gift will bring you to a place of greatness. A, a, a place of multiplication. You see, when God said that be fruitful and multiply, he was talking about life abundance. So Jesus said that, said that I came that you may have life, which means you may your gift will have a life. The life of a gift, or when I say a person's gift is under the influence of a life, is when the person the gift is functioning to the glory of God. So you have life and have it more abundant, which means you'll be fruitful and multiply. I pray for you in the name of Jesus that by the end of this episode you will be fruitful and multiply in the name of Jesus so that at the end you give glory to God. So our key scripture is 2 Timothy chapter 1 verse number 6 to 7. The Bible says that wherefore I put thee in, in remembrance that thou stir up the gift of God which is indeed by the putting on of my hands. You see, this epistle, Paul the apostle was writing to Timothy who was a pastor, pastor, a fellow of a follower of what Jesus Christ through Paul. You see, he was Timothy was a disciple of Paul. They were all following Christ, and Paul was the chief disciple then because Jesus is sitting at the right hand of God. So Timothy was someone who followed Paul. When you read the book of Acts, you get to understand that Timothy's mother was a Jew and his father was a Greek. And in that time, he was called Timotheus, that he met Paul. And when he met Paul, he, Paul chose him to follow him as a disciple, to be a Christian. So, Timothy, even through the uh, persecution of the Jews, uh, trumped Paul for Paul to even circumcise him, to be, to be seen as a Jew. That was just a, a physical uh, workings for them to accept uh, Timothy. Timothy's mother was called uh, Timothy's mother was called Ines and his uh, his grandmother was called Lois. So Timothy was a disciple of Paul. And the Bible said that when Paul wrote this epistle to him in 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse number 6, he said, Wherefore I put thee in remembrance that thou stay up the gift of God, which is indeed by the putting on of my hands. So which means that when Paul met Timothy and he laid hands on him, there was an impartation. There was a gift of God upon him. Amen. And Paul said, that I put you with me, I recall you. Which means that Paul was trying to tell Timothy that for you to function, for you to do well in this life, it takes the gift of God which is in you. So I put you into remembrance. I recall you that you stay up, which means you revive. You activate the gift of God which is in you by the putting on of my hands. Verse 7. He said that for God has not given us the spirit of fear, but the spirit of power, love, and of sound mind. So which means by the gift of God, man must operate in power. Man must operate in dominion. He said be fruitful and multiply. Huh? When God put Adam and Eve in the garden, he said that 
take dominion, subdue the earth, be fruitful and multiply. So Paul was saying that God has not given us the spirit of fear, the spirit of timidity, the spirit of coward, but the spirit of power, powers, love, and sound mind. Sound mind, rest, peace. Amen. Amen. Yeah. So there is a gift in man. There is a gift of God in man that make him become whatever he want to be. You see, for you to see me to preach the word of God is because of the gift of God in me. So he said that I put thee in remember that thou stir up the gift. You see, you may, you see, as I said, take that five people's gift. We may not have the same gift. Someone can be gifted to preach. To preach is a gift. It's a selection that God does. Someone could be gifted in business. Someone could be gifted uh, in in lecturing. Someone to be gifted in teaching. Someone could give could be gifted in praying. You see, there are different kinds of gifts. Amen. There are different kinds of gifts that God gives to his children. And you see, one of the saddest things in this end time is that many Christians are not using the gift of God in them. They are not using, they are just sitting there doing foolish things. You see, the Bible says that Jesus is the wisdom of God and the power of God. Jesus, who was even the son, when he came into this world, he operated in the gift of God in him. He was the power. And it was the wisdom. So he applied wisdom. Wisdom is a gift. Wisdom is a gift. So you let's... For you to understand that God has put a gift in you. That you need to stay up. For you to understand why Paul was telling Timothy that stay up the gift in you. Let's quickly move to First uh, Corinthians. I believe you have your Bible, your book and your pen. And you are writing down something. 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse number. 1 Corinthians chapter 1, sorry. 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse number 1. I read. 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse number 1. The Bible says that Paul said that this was so Paul was talking to the people of Corinth. He said that now, cons, now concerning spiritual gifts, brethren, I will not have you ignorant. So you see that. A gift in a man is spiritual. You see, life is spiritual. And those who see it as spiritual, you always have an upper hand. So Paul was saying that there is a gift. He was even recalling Timothy that the gift of God. You see, God is spirit. God is spirit. So everything that he does is spiritual. And spiritual things are real more than what we see. Because Paul said that, why do we think on things which are not seen, but things uh, which, why do we think on things which are not seen, but not on things which are seen? For the things we, 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 we don't see, they are permanent, and the things we see, they are temporary. So the things that we see with our eyes, they are, they are just temporary things. They are just temporary things. The things we see with our eyes are just temporary things. The things that we see with our eyes are just temporal things. So there is a gift. Instead of now concerning spiritual gift, brethren, I will not have you ignorant. And when we read verse 7, he said that, But the manifestation of the Spirit is given to every man to profit with all. The manifestation of the Spirit, which is the manifestation of the giftings of God, is given to every man, is given to every Christian. To profit with that, the manifestation of the spirit, the manifestation, which means that 
for the gift of God in man is meant for each and every Christian to profit, to have functionality. That's why I say that, but, but the manifestation of the Spirit, you see, it is the Holy Spirit that manifests the gift of God in a man. So he said that the manifestation, Paul was saying that concerning spiritual gift, and the one who is responsible for the manifestation of these spiritual giftings in man to profit with all is the Holy Spirit. And when you read verse 8, he says that for to one is given by the Spirit, the word of wisdom. So wisdom is a gift, as I was saying. Word of wisdom. Wisdom is a gift for a man to operate in wisdom. It's a gift. Wisdom is a gift. And he said that to another, the word of knowledge, knowledge by the same Spirit. Word of knowledge is also a gift. It's a gift. It's a gift of God. To be knowledgeable is gift. But just that many Christians are not applying wisdom. They see that wisdom is just by counseling. Wisdom is just by wise saying. No, wisdom is a gift. Because it's the Holy Spirit that gives gifts to profit with all. So he say, give one the spirit of the same spirit, the word of wisdom to another, the word of knowledge by the same spirit to another faith. Faith is also a gift to another faith by the same spirit. That's what the Bible says, without faith, it is impossible to please it. You need faith, and it is the Holy Spirit that can, that can sharpen your faith. That's why He gives uh, faith to people. Yeah, he give, faith is a gift. It's a gift given to people to believe. To believe. You see, before someone becomes born again, many people say that they themselves made their mind to be born again. No. It is the Holy Spirit that put that desire inside you to believe, to operate in the gift called faith, to move to the realm for you to receive Jesus Christ. So faith is also a gift. And he said to another, the gifts of healing, the gifts of healing by the same Spirit. We have different dimensions of the gifts of healing. That's why he said the gifts of healing, which means healing works in different dimensions. Healing works in different dimensions. We have the healing of the soul. We have the healing of the spirit. We have the healing of the body. That's the reason why sometimes you can enter into a program, a church program, whereby the pastor will preach, but you will not see any physical healing. But spiritually something has happened and someone is was was not saved but when the person received the word of god he became born again that's a spiritual healing and someone is also under confusion corrupt mentality when that person received the word he began to think right that is soul soul healing the healing of the soul and you see that someone also sick in the body then the person received healing that's what's also called the the manifested the physical healing so we have Three dimensions of healing. That's the gifts of healing works. Amen. And I'm believing God one time to share about the gifts of healing. So is it that to another working of miracles? Miracles is a gift. It's not anyone who can just work miracles. Maybe you see that some pastor, a pastor or a particular preacher is working miracles. So it's easy for you to do that. No, it takes the God to grant you that gift. That's why the Bible says that the Spirit give is the manifestation of the Spirit is given to every man to profit with all. So it's the Spirit that gives to another prophecy. 
the gift of prophecy for someone to prophesy. To prophesy doesn't mean that you are a prophet. No, we have a, a dimension, different dimensions of the prophetic. We have we have we have different we have four realms of the prophetic. We have the word of prophecy, which is the word of God. Then we have the spirit of prophecy, which whereby is an atmosphere of the prophetic, whereby even Saul was not a prophet. But when Samuel said that you meet the sons of the prophet, and immediately when Saul met the sons of the prophet, he began to prophesy. Then we also have the gift of prophecy this is a gift that someone operates in prophecy amen then we have the highest realm which is the office of a prophet and you see for someone to prophesy that me that is a prophet no to be in a prophetic uh, office is, is an office it's a calling it's an office yeah to be in a prophetic it's an office that we have the office of a prophet because he gave some apostles, gave some prophet. It's an office, and one of the things that you can see that someone is an, a prophet, that that by my knowledge or by my study, you see that the person operates in the in the in the gift of discernment. The person operates in the word of knowledge, and the person operates in the word of wisdom. Yeah. So to prophesy doesn't mean that you are a prophet. It's a gift that God gives to people to prophet. The next one is discerning of spirits to descend between good spirit and evil spirit 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 yeah to descend between good spirit to know that this man carry a good spirit to know that this man carry an evil spirit you need this the gift of discerning of spirit so there are gifts that god gives to people the next one he said diversity diverse kinds of tongues you see the diverse tongue kinds of tongues is different from speaking in a known tongue the guy the diverse kinds of tongues is what happened in the day of pentecost when the holy spirit gave them utterance after the utterance the bible said that they begin to speak in different languages he spoke someone was speaking someone's language that this gate when it come upon you when it comes upon you you can be a Ghanaian but you are speaking a Chinese language you can be uh, 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 let's say an European but you are speaking tree that's the reason why you can see someone who have not been to school before but because of the diverse kinds of tongues you see that this gate when the person it comes upon the person you see that that person who have not been to school before as he begin to minister he begin to speak English yeah it's, it's a gift it's a sign this gift God give to people to prove them that he understands all languages he understands all languages God is omniscient. He's omnipresent. He knows everything. So the next one is to another, the interpretation of tongues. To interpret tongues. To interpret an unknown tongue. It's a gift that God gives to people. To interpret an unknown tongue. So when we read verse 11, it said that, But all this worketh that one, and the same self-spirit, dividing to every man severally as he will. So it is by God's own purpose that a grand gift to men so it means that i want you to understand that every individual has a gift even before someone become someone become a christian when the person is an unbeliever he he already has a gift because every human being has a gift but just that when the person becomes an unbeliever he uses his gift to work for 
bad things, work for iniquities, work for carnality. But when the person becomes a believer, then he moves to the, the real functionality because why? God created man to operate with his gift to be a garden dresser and to keep it. Yeah. To take dominion. God wanted Adam to be in his purpose. So the difference between the gift uh, and a believer who operates in the gift of God and an unbeliever who operates in also a gift is that when someone becomes a believer, he operates in a gift that is from God. And when someone is an unbeliever, he operates in his own. He does take his own. He just, he just used this unique ability which is uh, in functionality that makes man unique to do things on his own. So that's why you see many people, instead of even using their voice to sing to God, they are using their voice for foolish things. They are using themselves for pornography. They are using themselves for worldly things. That is a malfunction of the gift of God. Amen. And I pray for you that as you are listening to me from today, you begin to use your gifts to glorify God in the name of Jesus Christ. So when you read the book of Acts chapter verse number 17. The Bible said that on the last day I will pour out my spirit, which means the Holy Spirit will give all these gifts. God said that I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh and your sons and daughters will prophesy. They will operate in the gift of prophecy. Your sons and daughters will prophesy. Sayeth God, I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh. Second, sorry, Acts chapter 2, verse number 17. And it shall come to pass in the last day, saith the Lord, uh, I will pour out my spirit, which is the Holy Spirit, the spirit who give gifts upon all flesh, which means every human being. And your sons and daughters shall prophesy. He is talking directly to Christians. And your young men shall see visions. And your old men shall dream dreams. And on my seventh and my May seventh, I will pour out in those days of my spirit. And they shall prophesy. So you see, God was saying that in our dispensation, in this 21st century, He is dealing with us in gifts. He is dealing with us in gifts. He is pouring His spirit because when the Holy Spirit comes, He brings these gifts and you see, this gift has been grouped into three dimensions. We have the power gifts. We have the power giftings, which is faith, uh, healings, gift of healings. And we have working of miracles. They fall under the power giftings. Then we have the revelatory gifts, the revelation, the, to get a revelation, to get an idea. That is the word of wisdom, the word of knowledge, and discerning of spirit. Then we also have the vocal gift, which means we speak it. We have the prophecy, the gift of prophecy, speaking in tongues and interpretation of tongues. So these are, it's not only nine, nine giftings. There are more to that. But that was what Paul was able to record according to the ability of the Holy Spirit. Amen. And gifts can be impacted. Yeah, we have uh, three main ways, three main common ways that gifts are always impacted. So when you read uh, the book Acts chapter 2 verse number 1 to 4, one of the ways gifts can be impacted is through prayer. When you are praying, gifts can be impacted. So the Bible says, Acts chapter 2, verse number 1, And when the day of Pentecost was fully come, there was, they, they were all with one accord in one place. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of rushing mighty wind, 
and it filled all the house where they were sitting. And they and there appeared to them clothing tongues like as of fire, which is speaking in a long tongue, and it sat upon each of them, and they were all filled with the Holy Ghost, which is the Spirit, and begin to speak with other tongues, that is the diverse tongues, as the Spirit gave them utterance. So, which means that when they were praying, as one of the ways you can you can you can you can have the impartation of the gift that we are talking about is prayer. These people met and they were praying. And as they prayed, the Spirit of God descended upon them. And first of all, they saw a sign of what? An unknown tongue, utterance. Then from there, they moved to the diverse speaking of tongues as we were talking about. The diverse. And they begin to speak in other languages. Then the people were saying that, ah, these people, why? They were amazed because they were speaking in different languages. Amen. So one of the ways that a gift can be impacted is, is what? Prayer. The next one is also listening attentive to the word. Yeah, to the word of God. So as you are listening to me, God is giving you an impartation of gifts. Yes. And when we read, let's read a scripture from Acts chapter 10. For you to understand that listening attentively. You see, the reason why we always tell people to listen to messages, preaching tapes, is uh, for an impartation. You see, personally, one of the things that has helped me, that has helped me to grow, to be a man of God, to understand that I'm called to preach, is listening to messages. I have pastors that I listen to. Yes. So, you see, a proud Christian, many Christians are proud and they don't want to listen. They don't want to listen. So, one of the things that also brings impartation of it is listening attentively to the word, the messages preached by anointed men of God. So let's read from scripture for you to understand that it's true. It's in the Bible. Acts chapter 10, verse number 44. You know the story whereby Colonius was a good man. He was a, 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 righteous, he was a, a righteous man, but he was not born again. So the Holy Spirit sent Peter to go to the house and preach to them about salvation. And the Bible says that when you read uh, verse Acts chapter 10, verse number 44. The Bible says, Wow, Peter yet speak these words. So what was the word that Peter was speaking? Peter was speaking the word of God. He was speaking because Jesus said that my words, they are spirit and they are life. The, the, the spirit uh, quickened, but the flesh profited nothing. For the, for the words that I speak unto you, they are spirit and they are life. So Peter was speaking in place of his master, Jesus Christ. He was a vessel to be used. He was anointed. He was anointed because remember, when Jesus was going, he breathed unto them, received the Holy Spirit. So Peter got an impartation. So the Bible says, while Peter yet speak these words, the Holy Spirit fell on them when they when heard the word, which means that those who heard Peter, they became anointed. And let's hear what happened. And the Bible said that, and day of the circumcision, which means the Jews, which believed, were astonished as many as came with Peter, because that on the Gentiles also was poured out the gift of the Holy Spirit. When we read verse 46, the Bible said, For they heard them speak with tongues and magnify God. Have you seen? Then answered Peter, are you getting it? For, the Bible says, For they heard them speak in tongues and magnify God. So which means that the Jews were surprised that as they were praying, that 120 people who were praying 
in the upper room. They, they got the gift through prayer. But this time, it's not prayer. This time, as they were listening to the words of an anointed man, they got an impartation. And they begin to operate. They also begin to speak in tongues and magnify God. So one of the ways that gift can also be imparted is listening to the word of God. So, you see, many people, you see, whenever you listen to foolish music, you are also getting an impartation of demonics. Let me tell you, many people, you see, many people, many Christians, they call themselves Christians, but they have influenced themselves with impartation of demons. Why? Because if you're a Christian and you are watching, you see, what you watch is brings an impartation. What you hear brings it an impartation. Yes, what you spend time, what you have passion for brings an impartation. Because impartation deals with your desire. So what you watch, what you think, how you think. So the things that many people watch in television, those foolish things that they come and do on social media, it's an impartation. That's why some, 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 some people, they get demonic attacks through what they watch, through what they hear. Why? Because Jesus said in Matthew chapter 12 verse number 43 that when a demon is cast out of a person he move he roam about he roam about and when he comes and that place is well finished he come again and sit inside so when the demon comes demon they also have gifts but their gift is to steal to kill and to destroy their gift is to make sure that you are destroyed and go to hell may you may you be liberated from all forms of demonic giftings in the name of Jesus Christ Amen. Amen. So one one of the ways, as I said, is listening attentively to the word. So any word that you listen. So if you are interested in listening gossips, then you will be impacted to be a gossiper. If you are interested, you are always gossiping about people, listening to gossips, then be ready. You are you are already a gossiper. Amen. Amen. So the next thing, the next way that you can also have an impartation of gift is laying of hands so prayer the first one is prayer the second one is listening attentive to the word so any word any word that you are listening is is an impartation so you be careful of what you listen to be careful so laying off of hands laying off of hands is also an impartation of gift so when we ask chapter 19 verse number one to four the bible said and it came to pass while that while Apollos was at Corinth, Paul, having passed through the upper coast, came to Ephesus and find certain disciples. So Paul find Christians. He found he came to Ephesus and he found Christians. And he said unto them, Have you received the Holy Spirit since you believe? Yeah, Paul knew that it is the Holy Spirit that can bring gifts. Bible said, and they said unto them, We have not so much as heard whether there be any Holy Spirit. And he said unto them, Unto what then were you baptized? So unto what then were you imparted? And he said, And they said, Unto John's baptism. And, he, and then said Paul, John verily baptized with water of repentance, saying unto the people that you should believe in him which shall come after him, that is on Christ Jesus. The Bible said, And when he had, when they heard this, they were baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. Verse 6. And when Paul had laid his hands upon them, the Holy Ghost came upon them and they speak with tongues and prophesied. 
So which means, you see, the first impartation, we got to know that when they were praying, when they were praying, when the people were praying, they got an impartation. When the people were praying, they got an impartation of the gift and prophesied. And we also we also got to understand by the by the second impartation that when they heard the words of Peter, they also what be, begin to what glorify God. They got an impartation and glorify God. They prophesied. So this time right now, it is, was not by prayer, it was not by words, but it was by the laying hands of Paul. He was an anointed man, and the Bible say they begin to what prophesy. They prophesy. They speak with tongues. So they, these are the three basic dimensions of impartation. Prayer, listening to words. So which word are you listening? Are you listening to messages? Are you listening to messages or you are listening to worldly music? And also laying off your hands. That's the reason why if you are a Christian or if you are a human being, you should be careful who lay hands on you. Because any hand laid on you is an impartation. It's an impartation. So if that person has a demon, he's imparting a demon inside you. Because the Bible said that when Paul laid hands on them, the Holy Spirit which was upon Paul came upon these people and they begin to speak in tongues and prophesy. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. So I want you to understand that every human being has a gift. And these are the streams where these gifts come to increase and multiply. So we want to get on, as I said, things that fight people's gifts. So there are things that fight people's gifts. Number one is close heavens. Close heavens. A Christian who operates in close heavens, you will suffer. You will suffer. You cannot do well. So when you read John chapter 1, verse number, John chapter 1, verse number 50, John chapter 1, verse number 50, John chapter 1, verse number 50. It was a conversation between Nathaniel, who became Bartholomew. Nathaniel and Jesus. The Bible said, Nathaniel answered and said unto him, Rabbi, thou art the Son of God, thou art the King of Israel. And the Bible said, Jesus answered and said unto him, Because I said to thee, I saw thee under the fig tree, believe thou, thou shalt see greater things than this. And he said unto him, Very, very, I said unto you, him, Hereafter you shall see heaven open, and the angels of God ascending and descending upon the Son of Man. So which means that when there is an open heaven, Jesus was able to operate in his gift because he had what we call open heavens. So one of the things that fight people's gift into functionality is closed heavens. When heavens close down on you, because Jesus said that you will see greater than you will see greater than this, because heavens will be open unto the Son of Man, and angels will ascend and descend. Who are angels? Angels are ministering spirits sent forth to minister to the race of salvation. So as Jesus is operating in the gift, gifts are spiritual. So they need angels to assist him in his assignment. So anytime you see Jesus healing, it was an angel who was doing some that thing. But it was it was something invisible in the eyes of men. Anything that you see, anytime you see Jesus performing a miracle, it's an angel who has descended from heaven, bringing that instant miracle. Yes. So, one of the things that five people did is close heavens. May you be liberated from 
any close heavens in the name of Jesus. I pray for you, you that you are listening to me. Any close heavens upon your life, may it be loose in the name of Jesus Christ. The next thing that fights people's guilt is carnality. Carnal. Carnal. To be carnal means to be fleshy. To be fleshy. And let's read Romans chapter Romans chapter 8 verse number 1. Romans chapter 8 verse number 1. The Bible says that there, there is therefore now no condemnation to them who are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. Yeah, the gift is spiritual, so you should walk after the, the spirit. For the law of the spirit of Christ the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made us free from the law of sin and death. For what the law could not do in that it was weak through the flesh, God sending his own son in the likeness of sinful flesh and for sin, condemned sin in the flesh, that the righteousness of the law might be fulfilled in us who walk not after the flesh but after the spirit. So which means that whenever you become carnal, you cannot see the evidence of your gift. You cannot see the things of the spirit. You cannot operate. You cannot, you cannot have a free liberation of life. And he said that, verse 5, For they that are after the flesh do mind the things of the flesh. But they that are after the spirit, the things of the spirit. For to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. So which means that when someone is automatically he has killed it. he is killing the gift the gift of God in him because you, you read the Bible I didn't read the Bible you said that for to be carnally minded so when you are carnal minded when you are flesh when you are earthly minded when you are too occupied by materials the affairs of this life the Bible says you are killing your gift you are dying gradually amen that's why you see many people becoming useless becoming uh, like reckless, like people see them weary, like they don't see any importance of them because they are not operating their gift. You see, every human being is unique. Every human being. Because the Bible says that God, when God created everything, the Bible says he saw that those things that he has created, it was good. So there's nothing, there's no even animals, they are good. Animals are good. That's why you go and buy chicken and you eat. It's a sign that it's a good thing. So how if a a, a chicken is good for you to eat. How much more a human being who has the likeness of God? So, you see, the reason why you are not able to operate in the dimension that God wants you to be into fruitfulness is because you are too carnal and you are killing yourself. So, it's not a witch who is killing you. If the witch will kill you, it's because you are carnal and you have allowed the witch. You see, God, you see, God will always do something. When you see something, he, he, he's something in you. So when God sees that you have faith of him in you, then he works. The same thing, when the devil sees that he has something in you, he works. So Jesus said, the prince of this world cometh, and he has nothing in you. So when the devil sees that he has something in you, carnality is something of the devil. So when he has in you, he will use it to kill it, because he came to steal, to kill and destroy. Amen. Amen. May you be liberated from any angles of carnality in the name of Jesus Christ in the mighty name of Jesus Christ the next thing that I want to also to know 
that fight people's gate is veils. Veils. A covering. When they say a veil, a covering. A covering to show, to see a reality. Yeah, there are many people who have been covered to see reality. So when we read Second Corinthians, I want you to know that everything in the Bible, the Bible, everything is there. Second Corinthians chapter 3. As I bring my message to a close. Verse number 13. The Bible says that 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse number 13 to 18. The Bible says that, and not as Moses, who put a veil over his face, that the children of Israel could not steadfastly look to the end of that which is abolished. But their mind were blinded. For until this day remained the same veil on taking away in the reading of the Old Testament, which veil is done away in Christ. So, you see, many people read the Bible and they don't understand. Many people cannot function in their life as Christians because there is a veil. They cannot operate in a veil because there is a veil. Moses put a veil. He said that the people cannot see the true identity. There was a covering. The Bible said that, but even unto this day, when Moses is read, which means when we talk about when Moses is read, we are talking about the law, which is from Genesis to uh, Exodus. Uh, Genesis to Genesis, Leviticus, Numbers, Exodus, Deuteronomy. It was all talking about Moses. So the, the Torah, when the Torah is read, the veil is upon their heart. So many people, because of the veil upon their heart, when they even read the Bible, they, can't, they don't understand. They don't, they don't understand what the Bible is saying. When you read the Bible and you understand by the gift of God, you understand that even the Bible is a manual for you to operate in the gifts of God. Yeah. So the Bible says, nevertheless, when it shall turn to the Lord, the veil shall be taken away in the name of Jesus. As you turn to God, any veil, any veil is broken in the mighty name of Jesus. Any veil covering the gift of God upon your life is broken in the name of Jesus Christ. Now the Lord is that spirit. Obviously, the Lord is that spirit, which means it is the Holy Spirit that will break that veil. And where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. There is a liberation. There is a functionality into multiplication and addition. And he said that, but we all with the open face, beholding in, in a glass the glory of the Lord, are changed into the same image, from glory to glory, even by the same spirit of the Lord. Amen. Amen. Yeah. So by the gift of God, you will move from glory to glory in the name of Jesus. Amen. By the gift of God upon your life, I decree and declare from today, you will move from glory to glory in the name of Jesus. Amen. You have understood. I believe that by this episode, you have understood that gifts are imparted. Every man has a gift and gifts are imparted through prayer. Gifts are imparted through listening to words. Gifts are imparted through laying off of hands. And also we got to know that there, these three things, these three main things are the things that fight those gifts. Close heavens, carnality, and veils. So for a short time, I want you to pray. Pray that, oh Lord, oh Lord, everything that has been, that has been a covering, Anything that fights the gift of God in me, 
Lift up your hands. Say, in the name of Jesus, my father, my fighter, my father, my maker, as I pray, anything, anything that fights your gifts inside me, anything that prevents me to function in your gifts, as I pray, oh Lord, let that thing be broken. Let that thing catch fire. In the mighty name of Jesus, lift up your voice and begin to pray. Mandaya kabada, retala basubra kada, retala mamo sakada gada, retala babo siaka brandele bebosha, retala baba siaka baba, retala babo shaka brandele bebosia kabrandele bebosha kabara baba, retala babo siaka brandele bebosha, retala babo shaka dada, retala babo zabrandele shikada, retala mamo zabrandele ketiba. Retala babo siaka brande shuka barakada eremandele shuka brande de bebosha rekabara babosha in the name of Jesus Christ I decree and declare upon your life that anything that has been fighting your gifts the gift to function into fruitfulness the gift to function into happiness is broken in the name of Jesus Christ and if you are listening to me. And you don't know Jesus, you cannot operate in that. Because the gifts that God has given to man before eternity, uh, eternity before time, is to function the ways of God. And without Jesus, you cannot do that. That's why you see many people, unbelievers, doing foolish things. They are doing things, they are independent on their own. So if you are listening to me, Jesus didn't come just on the cross to die for you, but he came to that so that through his death. Your gift, you see, the salvation message is a whole package. So, if you are listening to me, you are not born again. This thing works easily for those who are born again. You are listening to me, you are not born again. Jesus loves you, that's why He came to die for you. That's why He came that you be liberated. That's why He came that you be restored into fruitfulness and, and multiplication. If you are listening to me, you are not born again. I want you to confess this prayer with me. Say, Dear Lord Jesus, I thank you. I thank you for your word. I thank you for dying on the cross for my sins. I know I am a sinner. That's why you came to die on the cross. Jesus, from today, I take you as my personal Lord and Savior. Have mercy on me. Write my name in the book of life. From today, help me. Let your spirit, which is the Holy Spirit, help me, the comforter, take control over my life so that I will function to the end of fruitfulness and multiplication to the glory of God. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. If you are sick somewhere, you have a problem somewhere. Maybe you have a doctor's report that is saying that you you, you 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 are going to die a wrong report i'm telling you jesus is a healing jesus the bible says it is impossible for man but with god all things are possible i want you to place your hands to the place where you feel the pains where you feel the disorder i want you to 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 what combine your faith with me and as we pray as we pray believe jesus for healing in the name of jesus father i pray Peter said, silver and gold are thine, but such I have I give. In the name of Jesus, Father, I decree and declare, anyone listen to me, 
any sickness in the body, live in the mighty name of Jesus. Any cancer, live in the name of Jesus. Any kidney failure, live in the name of Jesus. Anyone going through confusion, live in the name of Jesus. Any broken heart, be restored in the name of Jesus. I decree and declare total liberation by the name Jesus Christ. Anyone who is sick, anyone who is on a sick bed, rise up and walk in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Holy Spirit. I know that there has been a miracle. I know that there has been a life changing. I know that you have been healed. I know that you have been blessed. Yeah. And if you have a testimony as we were praying, you see that some there have been a changes in your body. I, I just want you to, to call this land. I just want you to call this land. I want you to call this land. It's one of our pastors. It's called Pastor Richard. You can call him and give him a testimony for the glory of God. If you if you if you, if you know that there there has been a healing, there has been something that you were doing. There, there was you were you were on a sick bed and you have been liberated. Yeah, just call this line 0548 5456. 0548 5456. God bless you and let's meet another time.